Mind Fudgers, and welcome to episode number 13 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... George Tripsis! And as always, Princess Sophia. Andy! No, it's just Princess Sophia. Princess Sophia! There you go. Sometimes he's Andy. It just depends on the mood. (laughs) He's getting ready to shave his head. He looks like a princess. I don't know what world he's from, but... (laughs) <laughs> Bikertopia. Uh, kind of look like uh, those people from that uh, damn show where they make ducks. Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. Dynasty. They aren't actually making ducks. They're or making the duck, duck call. Thank you. The duck call shit. How would you make ducks? Why did it look like you were? I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> Toking. <laughs> uh, sure. It's like sure. You, you hold the duck call and you know. Is that how it works? I've never yeah. actually used one. Really? I speak how ducks. Is it, so how is it that I've used a duck call and you haven't? I speak duck naturally. Oh, okay. Let's hear. Uh, let's hear some duck call then from you. It's the worst. Duck sounds, call. sounds about right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One of us doesn't know what a duck sounds like. All right. Well, today's theme, guys, is money. So uh, I brought this theme to the table because I had something entertaining happen with uh, money earlier today. And I did you I, find out you didn't have any? Well, I I don't have. Any. <laughs> it's part of the problem, but. Uh, I had a funny story that I wanted to tell about earlier today, so I figured I'd bring that as our discussion theme. Awesome. Uh, But first, we're going to get into this week's Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Mind Melters. So, Mind Melters about money. Question number one. Would you rather have money or power? George. Uh, If you have money, you have power. So, money. Okay. But if you've got power, you've got money, too. Not necessarily, no. Well, you have power, you can make more money. You yeah, could make yeah, more money, yeah. but with money, you have power. But you could still lose your money. That's true, if you don't know how to use it right. That's yeah, true. I mean, Madoff had money, but then he went to jail, and now he's getting, you know... Getting random, but... Or he's dead, I can't remember. Oh. All right, I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how do you not know who Bernie Madoff is? Should I know who that is? Yeah. He's yeah. the guy who ran the big pyramid scheme and screwed all those people out of, out of their money. Like, Oh, okay. Well, see, I know when you put it in that context. I know about that story, yes. Fair enough. Question two. I'm bad with names. How much money do you need? All of it. That's too much. If you have all of it, it has no value. You Andy, need Andy has half. a fair point. <laughs> half, all the, half, half of all, of all money. money. Half, half of, of all, all the money. monies. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, because it just never seems like enough whenever you have some, right? It runs out faster than you think it will. Yeah. Like, every time, like, any time I think I got a raise and I'm making more money at, the, uh, at a job that I'm making... It never seems like I have more than I did the year before. Yeah. Well, inflation. Yeah, I guess so. You know, you need enough to... Um, and if, like, I don't spend more money, taxes take it away from me anyway. That's true. So, you need enough we're to, fucked either way. To pay your taxes and to fight inflation and to uh, <laughs> steadily increase every year. That's how much you need. Yeah? Yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah, okay. Uh, question three. Charity. How do you feel about it? Charity is awesome. Uh great tits yeah really works the poll <laughs> yeah she's so good on those polls i had a feeling andy was gonna take it that direction. <laughs> um look I, I feel like charity is a good thing when it's used properly and people do actual charity work uh like those like 1-800 numbers on uh, tv i kind of think they're all bullshit the red cross and stuff not well not so much the red cross but like PETA. i don't really think they use their money wisely i think they just spend their money to protest more than anything than actually trying to help animals and the shaming. And shaming people, yeah. They spend all their money on videos. Or on those, like, celebrity photo shoots of getting their celebrities naked. Mm-hmm. What about you, Andy? Well, I do approve of PETA getting celebrities naked. 
Is that what we were asking? Yes, that's exactly what yeah. we we're asking. Charities. Um, I mean, it's great for tax breaks, but other than that, but I'd see, rather the thing keep is, you money. need money to be that's able to thing, donate yeah. to charity. You have to have a cer- you have to have a certain surplus of money to be able to afford to give to charity. Right. Oh, I never have enough money to give to charity or to charities that I like think that are worth it. Yeah. Except for a couple of years ago, I really wanted uh, a reward from uh, that uh, Force Awakens thing, the Force for Change charity, and. Uh, I uh, I donated two hundred dollars to that. And what did they give you? I, I got like this really cool uh, film cell from the Force Awakens movie. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think it was worth two hundred bucks, but whatever. And I claimed it on my taxes. I I tend to you know donate to Goodwill and stuff whenever I have clothes I can't wear anymore. Like I've lost a bunch of weight, so I'm giving those away. Whenever I get new shoes and I don't need my old shoes anymore, you know, not that they're tattered or torn or anything, but it's just I have too many. Shoes. I always find use for my old shoes for some reason. Well, I, I like to give my stuff away, but as far as monetarily, though, I don't really think I, I give that much. Like, at Christmas time, I'll give to the Salvation Army a little bit, mm. you know, and I'll give to, like, homeless people that have the nerve to come and talk to me sometimes if I believe their story. Um, yeah, I, I find it really hard to give uh, money to homeless people. Well, it's only because I worked on two documentaries about homeless people, and... Uh, most of them are filthy liars. Yeah, a lot of them are filthy liars, or they put themselves in that predicament, and they like being there. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's not uh, that's that's not a blanket case for everybody, and I know I'm probably gonna get hate mail for saying that. But uh, after like dealing with a, like filming and interviewing a lot of homeless people, that's what I learned. It's terrible because our target audience is actually homeless people. <laughs> you. They have nothing better to do than listen to podcasts <laughs> because they can afford to listen to podcasts. <laughs> all they've got because it's free. all they've got. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that covers it for Mind Melters this week. Let's move on to this week's A Couple of Casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. George, who's been pissing you off? Oh, man. Can uh, can I use family? Is that is that a, is that a perfectly okay one to use? Uh, sure. I'll Whatever. allow it. Yeah, you allow it? All right, yeah. so in this particular case, it will be my father. And I can talk all the shit I want about my dad because they're never going to listen to this shit. <laughs> So recently, my uh, my father has been a little overbearing since knowing that uh, I'm looking for a new job, and uh, he will call me every day asking me, "Did you find a new job yet? Oh, you're not finding a new job yet? It's because you suck at life." He per- tells you that pretty much in his own. I'm paraphrasing, but you're paraphrasing, paraphrasing a bit. It's but mostly in Greek. The funny thing is, every time George talks about his father, he can't help but talk like his father. <laughs> He's like, like George, he <laughs> George, what's wrong with you? You're not good at life. You don't know nothing. <laughs> when I was your age, I had my own business. So, and I met your dad. Yeah, so yeah. I'm pretty spot on, right? Yeah, you do a great impression <laughs> of your dad. It's really funny. <laughs> and then uh, recently, he asked me about our comic book, uh, and uh, it was kind of a. He was like, "Have you made any money with your comic book yet?" And I was like, "Oh, well, you know, it takes time. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. Nothing does." And uh, he's like, "No, you do. You start the business. Month later, you make money." <laughs> and uh he's just been having that same conversation for a while now and I, that's and we just had that conversation before i got here so that's annoying the shit out of me i'm sorry that's okay i can see that being really annoying yeah especially when you have it for the hundredth time and it's the same answer no matter what you say mm-hmm. you suck at life is the answer i, I don't think you suck at life George. oh thanks man i appreciate you're it doing, you're, doing, you're doing just fine <laughs> what, what about, about you, me Andy? yes i suck at life um Maybe more than George. <laughs> Yay! At least you um, have a cool beard, though. I know. I, I can't. Thing. I can't grow shit. Oh, you, you want to touch it? This is all I can grow. That's like it's a year's worth of growth, right? Well, this is you know tr- trimming and taking care of it. But yeah, 
Hey, this is like uh, three months. Yeah. Hairy bastard. Dude. <laughs> Anybody that follows me on social media knows that I did the whole evil twin thing where I shaved off the sides uh, like a month ago. Yeah, it was last month. So mine grows pretty fast. I think that uh, maybe we should start something charitable for homeless people where we shave George. We give him like or 12, 12 strains of beard hair. <laughs> you're not going to get very much. Possibly. We shave me a mutton, a nice set of mutton chops, uh-huh. and we take the leftovers and super glue them onto George's face. There we go. That's charity. That's yeah. Let's save that for the calendar. Charity as it should be. <laughs> <laughs> that should that should be our our uh, mind fudge charity is our our calendar. Beards for the homeless? No, no. It'd be like uh, like beards for the hairless. Like we'll do like uh, a, a, like a percentage of the proceeds will go to some charities. Okay. Yeah, I'd do that. I'd be down for that. Yeah, that'd be yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. Not that anybody's going to buy it, but yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, we're not going to be able to sell any, but maybe if we give an incentive that we're, you know, yeah. it's for charity. It's for charity. We only yeah. take enough to cover costs. That's it. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Who's been pissing you off? Uh, well, how about that little girl that uh, brought us a milkshake? And by <laughs> us, I mean me. But she put it down between us like we were sharing it, like we were on a date. <laughs> so, Andy. <laughs> Andy and I went to Whataburger for lunch, and uh, he went before me and ordered, and he got a milkshake. And the you know they bring it out to your table. Did she bring got... two straws? No. no. Uh, well, I did already she, have she a did straw, like, so technically she kind of looked back and forth between the two of us, and she was like, "Y'all enjoy," and I was, <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I mean, do we look like a couple guys? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he does have those dreamy eyes. You know? Two two bears going at it. <laughs> Just bears aren't this hairy. Two hairy bears. <laughs> Something like that. Ugh. Anyways, uh, my casserole is the coin star at the Kroger. Did it steal all your money? No. I, every time I try to take my coins there, it's broken or full. How does it become full? They don't they like uh they don't empty, empty it, it out? Yeah, oh. I have uh I have so much coins. Like we have like a big Coca Cola bottle yeah. thing that I got at the World of Coke in Georgia. And, like, I always fill my, my coins into that thing, and I filled it up, like, six times. I have two mason jars that I fill. I think everybody does that, because you don't just want to carry around coins everywhere you go. And plus, it's a good way to, like, nice little surprise of money for you at the right, end. Right, right. So I went to try to empty mine, and, of course, as usual, Coinstar was broken. You should go to the bank. So, yeah, that's a lot of work, because you got to roll them yourself. Oh, you have to ro- pre-roll them, huh? Yeah. That sucks. That's a pain in the ass, so, yep. <laughs> you should get that rolling machine. Then I have to spend money to get rid of the coins. <laughs> it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to this week's consumption. Consumption. George, what have you been consuming? Uh, last night, I saw the new movie, Logan. How was it? It was uh, pretty damn cool. I enjoyed every bit of it. Uh, they were not lying when it's a R-rated movie. It's a hard R. Hard. Awkward. Uh, well, there's boobs in it for a scene. Logan's? Yeah, well, I was going to say Wolverine's. <laughs> no, well, I mean, this this can't be a Wolverine movie. Patrick Stewart's? <laughs> no, well, Patrick Stewart curses a lot. That's great. Yeah. Um, I can't wait No, to there's see like that. a... I, I don't know if I'm spoiling anything, but uh, Logan is now like a limo driver, and he's using his real name, James Hewitt. Howlett. Howlett. And uh, he's under that skies of using his real name, and he's a limo driver. And one of the scenes, there's like a bunch of girls in the back. And uh, I think it's a bridal party or a bachelorette party. Hmm. And uh, the the bride pulls out her boobs. It's like, hey, driver, look at my boobs. Like that. Just like that, huh? Yeah. All right. For the internet to see. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it was good. I, I uh, <laughs> Back to what I was saying. Uh, it was really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. 
Uh, I know it's going to make Buku money, and everyone's going to go see it. I'm sure it will. And there was a great surprise in the beginning of the movie that everyone's, I'm sure, has seen by now, which was the Deadpool Deadpool trailer. Yeah, I, I watched it online. Apparently, it's, Stan Lee's in the trailer, and I haven't found him yet. He's probably the uh, the homeless guy getting accosted or whatever. And listening to our podcast. I wish. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's a pretty fun trailer. I, I liked the homage to Superman. They yeah, played the great. music in the background. And I was like, why the fuck is there a phone booth? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I, was, I enjoy most things Deadpool, as as our listeners can see. Nah. So, yeah. What about you, Andy? What have you been consuming this week? Uh, well, I finally finished editing my book and published it during this podcast. Published it? Published it? Well, that's that's more about what have you been creating? What have you been consuming? That. Oh, you've been reading your own stuff. Yeah. Is it any good? It was the first couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it should be available for people at the time this episode airs. So you can uh, actually search it right now. Oh, you can. Yeah. Okay. So where do people go to find it? Amazon. Duh. Give them all of the details. The, the title of the book. Amazon.com backslash. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shadows falling. And you're probably going to have to put the word Jones at the end of it. Just so you come up with my book and not the 15 or 16 other books with the same title. He's trying to give you a better title. But you didn't want to take it. If they want to buy it directly, they can go to your website? Uh, it's just going to take them to Amazon anyways. Okay. Yeah. So the easiest way to get to it is to go to jonesaw.com? Yeah, yeah. And then you can click the link down there that says, here's a link. There you go. Yeah. That's the easiest way to tell people to find it. So, yeah, jonesaw.com. I'll post a link on the show notes when we air this so that uh, people can find it easily. Mm-hmm. And kind of explain to everybody what it is again. Yeah, tell them about it. It's a collection of 13 short stories. Um, some of them are very kind of Lovecraftian, almost like House of Leaves at times, and uh, some of them are a little bit more hostile. Like that, That's the comparison I'm making. If you like Lovecraft... Is the S&M one in there? Yeah, that's All the right. hostile part. Have you read House of Leaves? No. You're a terrible human being. Alright, so... House, Shame. House of Leaves is... Uh, I've read Where the Mountains of Madness are. Mountains of Madness, not, not Mount, where. Yeah, sorry. Of, you're combining Where the Wild Things Shut up. You, know, you know what I meant. <laughs> that's like a terrible children's yeah, yeah. book. Hey, Where the Wild Things Are is not a terrible children's book. No, I mean, Where the, where the Mountains of Madness are. are. It could be a great children's book. I mean, it could be, sure. Uh, but House of Leaves, it's a book by Mark Danieluski, and it's probably my favorite book of all time. Like, it's so innovative, so different from anything else out there. If you're looking for some really cool horror fiction to read, um, it has some deeply psychological moments in it that will fuck with you. You'll have to set the book down at least twice. At least I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's very interesting. So House of Leaves, I can't recommend it highly enough. George, I need to loan you my copy. Cool. Yeah, I don't... take you two years to get through it, but... You still is it that to, long? I mean, it's 300, 400 pages. Oh, yeah, it'll take uh, me. I remember it being much longer than that. It might be longer than that. Yeah, it'll take so me two years A lot years of the pages don't have a lot it. of words, though, so it reads pretty fast. Yeah, and... What, is it an illustrated I don't even know if it's on... Uh, no, no, they've got some... Uh, it, it's, it's very kind of experimental with its... Uh, for, for the way it's got its text. There's a scene where a guy's crawling through a... Uh, tunnel? Sure, we'll say tunnel. And it keeps getting smaller and smaller as he crawls through it. Mm. So, so as the text gets smaller To represent smaller that, smaller. the text on the book gets smaller and smaller on each page until there's just like a little bit left in the very oh, center. Oh, cool. Neil yeah. Gaiman's done that a few times with some of his books. It kind of represents what's going on in the story with the actual words, which I think is really cool and really interesting. But because of that, if, I don't think it's on Kindle, uh, but if it is, avoid it. I think it works way better with the physical copy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, especially the parts that are terrifying, like when he's in the chasm. Yeah. Oh, whew. Yeah. It's great. Gives him chills. He's just 
chilling about it. Right I've, I've read it like six times. It's Holy shit. Hands down, yeah. my, hands down my favorite book. I wonder if it's on Thug Notes. Uh, so my consumption, uh, as you know, I started writing for HorrorGeekLife.com, uh, and I've been doing reviews of indie films. Indie's really stretching the word there. <laughs> no, they're indie films. Come on. <laughs> I've been doing reviews of indie films, and uh, the most recent one that I did was for a film called Deviant Behavior, which is about this guy who's in love with this woman who he calls his wife, but it's really a man who is hideously deformed and wants to become a woman. And the two of them go out and pick up prostitutes and random girls and bring them back. And then the the wife, quote unquote, will take them in a room and murder them in various ways. A lot of the time, uh, it'll be see- it'll be similar to scenes like out of uh, Reservoir Dogs, where Michael Madsen was playing the fun music and dancing around before he cut the guy's ear off. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like that. It plays happy music while she you know slices and dices people. All right. And then the guy sits in a room and watches on a video camera and you know takes care of himself. <laughs> He means masturbate. I, I do, yes. But the story follows this detective who's been disgraced and released from the police force, and he's an alcoholic, and now he's a PI. and uh, Private wo- investigator. Yeah, yeah. you need to clarify the things that I mean, because obviously nobody's <laughs> going to understand. Um, gets paid to watch people masturbate. Yeah. So wow. he, uh, he gets recruited by one of the brothers of one of the missing girls to go out and find what's going on, and sort of stumbles into this whole thing. And... Uh, it's it's a little bit predictable in places, like some of the more common tropes in this type of film you see, but uh, it does have a twist ending, which I really liked, and I thought it what was... What was the twist ending? I don't want to spoil it for everybody. If you want to know more, you can read my review. It should be going up. It should be up by the time this airs, so... Cool. Yeah. Horrorgeeklife.com. So, that does it for consumption. <laughs> Let's move on to this week's Tell Us Something Nutty. So, since it was my theme and I chose money... Uh, you some- said you had a, you specifically picked this theme because you had a funny story, right? So I went to Kroger with my giant bag of coins to try to cash in at the Coinstar, uh-huh. and I was dismayed to find that the Coinstar was broken. So I went and picked up the items that I was going to purchase anyways, and it was about twenty five dollars worth of stuff. And then I went to pay at the self checkout, and I literally paid the entire thing with coins. Wow, you're one of those. And there people. was a lot of people in line, like uh. getting frustrated, and one of the cashiers or whatever came over and he was like well what are you doing and i was like oh um, your coin starts broken this is totally your fault <laughs> <laughs> this is all your fault <laughs> you sean <laughs> you specifically sir yeah so i paid like 25 dollars for holy shit how groceries. long did it take you uh not that long i had a lot of quarters oh, okay but still you would have like uh-huh. count so many quarters uh-huh. i was and... afraid the machine was going to tell me that it was full yeah like, like fuck <laughs> off dude I had enough coins i mean i could have just paid with my card or cash but no it was the principle of the thing <laughs> so that's my <laughs> funny money story all right what about you george do you have any money stories that are amusing oh none of them my my money stories are funny per se uh i, I got screwed over in taxes a few times i don't know if that's funny not really no uh, <laughs> getting getting screwed over by taxes is never funny I always find it amusing when I find money in like in the parking lot. That's always a good feeling. Yeah, it feels like I won the lottery when I found like a ten dollar bill or a five dollar bill in the, in the parking lot or or whatever. Or if I see someone drop money, I'm like, I'm not gonna say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people if I see them drop it, but if I find it on the floor, like at a con or something, it's like, what what are you gonna do if you just go? Uh, to especially some- if it's at a con, you know, someone's dropping like wads of cash at that point. If you're in a position mm-hmm. like that and you go to you know, the con organizer, and you're like, hey, I found $20 on the ground. The con organizer is like, okay, thanks for the 20 bucks. <laughs> like, 
There's no reason not to keep it in that situation. Yeah, unlike uh, uh, unlike me, my girlfriend found a debit card one time in a mall, mm-hmm. and uh, she stopped dead in her tracks and took it to the nearest store and said, hey, someone dropped this. I would have just like, nah, I'll get in trouble if I try to use it, so I don't pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> debit cards are a different story, I think. Yeah. Andy, what about you? You got a funny money story? Ooh, uh, let's see. When I was living in Austin, I was a manager at a pizza place, and... We didn't have any strip clubs or anything nearby, but we had one girl who had come working from a frat house. Like an escort? uh, No, like she went in there to take her clothes off. Like for a party, I guess. Oh, so like an escort or a stripper for a... A stripper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, escort kind of denotes prostitution, right? Sure, why not? Yeah, and this was... I mean, I didn't get into her business model, you know? You should have. You should have sat there down and like, yo, so... Is that a euphemism? (laughs) Uh, It is also a euphemism. Uh, But every time that she would uh, come in, because she was fairly regular, like once every two weeks or so. I don't know why. And uh, she would just come in and it was always just sweaty money that... I I mean, some of the guys were like, hey, smell this. And I was like, no sweaty money sweaty like like it was damp yeah that's disgusting if you're topless where do you put your tips you know i can uh i can kind of top that all right go for it well, i mean it's not like topping the story or anything like that but i have <laughs> You've a, got a story like i got that. a similar story one time i went to this frat house and i stripped for a bunch of guys and i took my wet money and i spent it at a pizza place <laughs> <laughs> no uh so the first time i have ever had a tip a stripper i was uh like six years old uh so my dad uh my parents owned a strip club if no one knows the story by now you've you've mentioned yeah i mentioned it a few times everybody knows that uh, my parents owned a strip club uh so when i was younger uh, i would spend a lot of time at the strip club and all the girls were like oh hey honey and all that shit they would treat me really nice and uh, i'd spend a lot of time in the dj booth and play music and stuff like that and uh one time my dad decided i should go tip this one girl I didn't want to do it because I was shy and I was scared or whatever. Uh, so my dad like grabbed me by the hand and just dragged me all the way to the stripper, put the hand in my money, and then like forced me to put it in her g-string. And I was crying the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, that's uh, that's the closest story I got to uh, dealing with money and putting it in a g-string. I feel like you had a uh, a very strange childhood. It was very different. It's from different. Mine. I yeah. would say sure. it's different. Yeah. Everyone says, like, oh, man, you grew up with all around those titties. That must have been awesome. Yeah, not really. You cried the first time you saw a woman in a G-string. <laughs> I didn't cry. I got. Cr- I was crying the fact that my dad was dragging me in front of, like, a business full of people watching the six-year-old putting money in this lady's G-string. And now every time you see a woman in a G-string, you got to cry. I just, I just turn around. Money. I just turn around in the corner and start crying a bit. No, that's not, I don't cry. <laughs> Anymore? Don't, not after those years of therapy? Yeah, well, therapy. Who does therapy? Real men don't cry? Yeah, real men don't cry. Sure. Do you cry, Andy? <laughs> Only when I'm watching Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> How you like the apples? All right, let's move on. I've never seen that movie. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I am adding it to the list. <laughs> You're going to cry when you watch it. We're going to make you. Is it because Robin Williams is there and you guys are going to punch me in the junk? One of those things is true. <laughs> Robin Williams is in the movie. I know. I'm not I, I, have no, in the I have no intention of touching your genitals. Yeah, I didn't either. You, ha- <laughs> you have a different movie party planned. Yeah, <laughs> seems that way. Let's move on to this week's hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? 
<laughs> George, <laughs> what do you got for us? Uh, so I thought, uh, since I'm Greek and then we're talking about money, I came across this uh, interesting uh, story. Uh, apparently, ancient Greeks at the uh, toilets of Ephesus or Ephesus, Ephesus, Ephesus. Ephesus. I don't know how to pronounce it in English. In Greek, is Ephesus. Okay. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, apparently the wealthy uh, sent their slaves to go sit on public toilets that were made out of marble slab at the time to warm it up in anticipation of their rival, so they can have a nice warm toilet seat to shit in. All right. The things you can do when you have money. Pay people to sit on your toilet. Bef- Keep that seat warm. <laughs> this is something that I would pay people not to do. Yeah. I hate sitting on a hot toilet seat. I do too. It's gross. What if it's like freezing cold though? That's fine. Yeah, I'm totally all right. You with like that. freezing cold toilets? I like it's freezing not cold like everything. I like it. <laughs> it's not a matter of liking it. It's a matter of you know that someone didn't come and just spray shit while sitting on. This. You know those slaves totally took shits in there while they were waiting. Yeah, how could they not? I'm just saying. They probably, like, shit on the seat and then wiped it all over. And, <laughs> and like, just rubbed their dick all over it and shit. I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, we've all seen the help, right? <laughs> well, at least two of us have. <laughs> I think you know that I haven't. Yeah. All right, well, that is... Uh, I thought that was interesting and funny. That is kind of funny and kind of topical. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's something that happened with people that had money. Yeah. Even if it was a long time ago. Wish I had money to send people to go sit on toilets for me. Sure. I could think I of better how... things to do with it, but sure. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I wish I had that kind of money to, you know, to be that stupidly lavish with it. Yeah. I how much do that. you think that costs them? I don't know the measurement of money in Greece back then. A shilling. I don't think they had shillings in Greece. <laughs> well, a, ancient Greece. A farthing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a silver coin. I won't beat you today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll get lunch today. We call this one the carrot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on. It's time for this week's ask the nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. Question one: What would you do if you won the lottery, George? Um, I'll probably uh, take half of it, put it in like pay off debts, and, and invest the rest of it. And the other half, I'll just, like, have a crazy party and buy shit that I've always wanted. We kind of got asked this question once before. so I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's similar. But I would totally, like, save enough money Last to Last time you said you'd spend it all on the party. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you had a job. That's when I had a job and I was working. Uh, but now, I would probably, like, save it to or, like, put enough of it away to where the money is, like, working for me and making money on its own. With investments and such and so forth. Yeah, that's the smart way to do it. And then the rest of it, I'll just have a crazy doped out party. Fair enough. Just Andy? for Andy. <laughs> just for me? Yep. That's so kind. I know. Uh, be so I've... many warm toilet seats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the worst party. <laughs> um, I guess I would invest my money wisely and then go retire in some country in Central America. Which country? I would tell you, but then you would know where I live. You live in a country in Central America now? If I win the lottery. Okay. Belize. Belize. I don't know if that's in Central America. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know geography. <laughs> I don't know these things. Nicaragua, Costa Rica, who cares? Are they you, all speak Spanish. Are, are, you just, are you just picking places that Beavis and Butthead have talked about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not not Nicaragua. picking them. <laughs> Nicaragua. I need to be from my mongol. <laughs> It seems about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing here. I would definitely quit my job and work on writing full time and doing podcasts and other endeavors. Um, I may actually open a comic shop of my own. Oh yeah, just to have have some your own little of, secret stash, huh? Some sort of uh, consistent income. 
right on. or deficit, depending. <laughs> I'd probably open a bar if you wanted to like be uh, always making money. Bars always make money. Yeah. Comic shops sometimes make money. Sometimes. I don't know anything about drinking, but I know a lot about comics. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a bar slash comic there shop. There you and go. It could, a be a, it could be a comic book bar. Does not already exist? Yeah, but you could be a better one. Yeah. yeah. I, don't want, I don't want drunken people throwing up on my comics. Well, they normally don't. Normally. Normally. <laughs> and in the comics you allow them for free to read, it would be the shitty comics. Oh, okay. Like Gwenpool. Yes, we'll stock nothing but Gwenpool in the drinking section. We'll drive people to puke. <laughs> Fair enough. Question two. Would you be prepared if our society reverted to a barter system? I think I'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I could, I could do like manual labor for stuff. I liked this question because it reminded me of a conversation that Andy and I had years and years and years and years ago. I don't know if you remember this. We were talking about uh, college and what field of science we would want to study. And uh, we were talking about geology because we were like, uh, we, that way we would know what rocks are the good ones so that we could <laughs> we'd be good in the barter system. I do remember this. Yeah, that was like 12 years ago. Yeah, I don't know why I remember this. But yes, I remember that I need to learn which rocks are the good rocks. <laughs> why would you be bartering rocks? Isn't because bartering like goods for services or vice versa good for good? Yeah, yeah. So we would have rocks, and we would trade them, the good rocks, to other people. Yes. What What are the rocks going to do? Geologists would have a leg up in a barter system society. Why? Because they know what all the rocks are worth. Come mm. on, man. What, what do you need rocks for? <laughs> the basis of society. <laughs> We're going to rebuild the world using rocks. Come yeah. on. Oh, oh. everyone's just going to have rock houses? Don't they now? Well, I mean... Sheetrock? Okay, sure. <laughs> it's mostly made out of plywood and, and two-by-fours. You live in the worst house ever. <laughs> the sheetrock inside the house. I'm talking about the outside of the house. Most of them are made out of brick, too. Yeah. Which are a form of rock. Right. But Maybe. I don't know. It's a comp- compilation of rocks. <laughs> how, are, how are bricks made? Can we, can we find this out at some point? I'm sure we could. Like I'm, next, I'm sure we could. Maybe next... Uh, next things you didn't know what is that segment of our show called hot fudge yeah hot fudge hot how fudge. bricks are made how bricks are made how bricks yeah. Are made. um yeah i think i would do just fine in a barter system because he knows the rocks because i know which rocks are the good ones which one are the good rocks shiny good shiny shinies are good i've got a, a geode and some other stuff over here yeah i have a bunch of coal those, in, in your pants yeah, those are valuable mm-hmm. coal rocks are definitely valuable yeah. in a i am ready for christmas like uh let's see next question okay <laughs> <laughs> Should we get rid of the penny? What else will people put in their butts? <laughs> if you don't know what Andy's referencing, <laughs> I have to do this a lot. I have to explain what you guys are talking about a lot because you make these random references that only I understand. I like how he um, thinks this is a reference. It is. <laughs> a uh, lot of people put things in their butts. No, there's an Upright Citizens Brigade sketch, which is my favorite sketch of all time from any show. And it's about a guy telling his friend how to be successful in the world of business. And he says, one of the things you have to do is every day of your life, stick a bunch of pennies up your butt and then <laughs> hand them out to society. And that way, when you meet people for businesses, you have the confidence because you know most likely that person has touched something that's been in your butt. All right. I'll post the link to the YouTube when I post this episode because uh, it's it's very, very funny. I'm not doing it any kind of justice. Sure. Yeah. It's a very entertaining. Uh, that has Amy Poehler in it, doesn't it? Not that particular sketch, but yeah. yeah. Anything Amy Poehler is, I kind of just ignore. I still don't understand that. Because she's not funny. 
Also she, has, was, she was pretty funny in UCB. Anyways, with, uh, back to our question. Back to the question. Do you think uh, we should get rid of the penny? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of been around forever kind of deal. Uh, you know, I've, I always remember seeing a penny and finding a new shiny penny has always been fun. But I, from what I understand, I'm not a, like, a major economics major or anything like that. But uh, it costs more... It costs more to make a penny than what the penny's actually worth now. Yeah. So they're actually trying to phase that out. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. And if we do get rid of the penny, what would we replace it with, or would we, do we need to replace it at all? And just round it up to the nearest nickel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then it will change all the 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 sales prices at the stores. It can't be ninety nine cents anymore. No, it oh, does. Yeah. It does get rid of the psychological element of the ninety nine cent sale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's like the biggest detriment to getting rid of it because people are like, 99 oh, cent stores this costs three ninety nine, not $4. Like, I'm not okay paying $4 for something, but three ninety nine, yes. Yeah, I could totally do that. Yeah, so definitely affects things if we get rid of it. What do you feel? I think that we should get rid of it because we need to make Wolverine out of pennies. So we're going to melt them down, inject them onto our bones. Are you saying you you. copper is... Uh Stronger than adamantium, or as as strong as adamantium. It's very malleable. (laughs) (laughs) But also, pennies aren't made out of copper. They're mostly zinc. Oh, that's right. They also not strong. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to inject you with molten metal. Okay. How is that not all right? Sure. That that seems like what he's trying to say. All right. Uh, So yeah, I'm I'm totally fine with getting rid of the pennies. Get cool clothes. It doesn't really need to exist anymore. I don't think. (laughs) I'm Lincoln. Your Let's see. Next question. He's just dying laughing over there <laughs> thinking about this. <laughs> He's going to get into a giggle spout and he can't stop giggling. <laughs> no, the camera goes on. He goes stone face. <laughs> like He's still giggling. <laughs> question four. Uh, who is not currently represented on American currency that should be? President George. Rushmore. Rushmore. Harriet Tubman. Uh, that's the obvious kind of cop-out answer. <laughs> I don't know. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, Abraham Lincoln's on the penny, right? And the $5 bill. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Fuck. <laughs> I thought he was just on the penny. I, I I don't have cash anymore, guys. Come on. Give me a break. Yeah, he doesn't have a job. I don't have a job. I don't remember money. <laughs> I don't know what money looks like anymore. Uh, someone fun. Bill Gates. I thought you said fun. Bill Gates is not fun. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. There you go. <laughs> what 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 denomination you put Bill Cosby on? Uh, I don't know how much roofies cost right now, but that domin- <laughs> denomination. On the million dollar bill. That's what you put him on. I, I would go with uh, President Rushmore with his four heads, or maybe Millard Fillmore. Uh, well, I'm going to go with the obvious mind fudge answer that nobody said. Elon Musk should be on the new $100 bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. He needs to be on the $1,000 bill. Maybe. maybe. I will contact him about maybe the $3 bill. Maybe he's worth yeah. It's possible. Uh, on a tidbit of, of uh, on side bit news on Elon Musk, he just uh, him, Stephen Hawking, and somebody else sent a petition to the government to not uh, try to make uh, weapons with AI. That's I smart. didn't even worry about this until now, and now it's all I'm going to ever worry about. <laughs> Terminator, it's happening. Yeah, Skynet is real. Last question, George. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the best thing that you can still buy for a dollar? Can you buy anything for a dollar anymore? 99 so cents. Are, so there are some uh, yeah, you can go to the 99 For now. C- yeah. Right. For now. Even at the 99 cents store, there's still tax. It's like a dollar and change. I just meant that you could probably buy 99 cents for a dollar. Oh, gotcha. You can buy 99 cents for a dollar. If we're going to, you know, not include tax, right? 
Okay. Okay. Uh, you can go to the dollar store and you could buy those poppers that I had for New Year's. Those were fun. Not as fun as the Whistler things. No, God, I think that's why my neighbor hates you. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know those kazoos you can get at New Year's? Yeah. Um, like, if you blow into them way harder than you're supposed to, it sounds, it like, sounds a, like a dying, a dying duck. duck or something. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I have a tendency to blow into them very hard. So You lost your voice. I did lose my voice because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going a little crazy with the, my the poor, kazoos. My poor neighbors were like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> It was funny, though. It, it was funny, yeah. It was funny, yeah. Intense, but uh, funny. What about you, Andy? Uh, what is the best thing you think you could buy for a dollar? Uh, I mean, candy? I don't even think you can get anything off the dollar menu anymore for a dollar. There are no more dollar millionaires. You can get a, a McDouble. But it costs more than a dollar. What does it cost? Probably like 99 cents plus tax. Well, just take the tax out. We're, we're disregarding the Oh, tax. we're disregarding tax? Yeah, just yeah. solid dollar. Oh, uh... Everything's a dollar store. Pretty much anything in there. Anything in there is worth a dollar, you think? Nothing that you can get for a dollar is worth a dollar. You just said what's best. Oh, okay. All Actually, right. I bought a screwdriver at the dollar store. Oh, hey, that's pretty and cool. And it's been serving me very well at work, so uh, I'm going to go with screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> Lamest answer ever. <laughs> it's it's a useful tool. You know, it shouldn't cost more than a dollar. It's, it's plastic and Craftsman. It's Crossman. It's Crossman. Stinley. Actually, the funniest thing I ever saw at the dollar store was condoms. Wow. Uh, we Would were, you trust those condoms? <laughs> the brand name was Finally. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a question. Like, what's the funniest thing you found in a dollar store? Yeah, that would have been a good one. Uh, but we didn't pick them, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that does it for this week's Ask the Nuts. If you like the show and you want to support us, there are a couple ways you can do that. Number one is by subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or on Google Play. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindfudgecomedy. On Twitter, our Twitter account is at mindfudgers. If you want to follow me, it's at comicaljc. If you'd like to follow George. Uh, I'm at George Tripsis, which is uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all, all that jazz. Uh, also, we uh, have the new uh, issue that is out for issue two, Speak No Evil. Uh, check it out on Grey Bear Comics, G-R-A-Y. Uh, and, also, uh, we are doing a Kickstarter for issue three, which is launching. It'll be launched by the time this yeah, airs. Yeah, by the time this episode so. airs, it'll be out. So please go and support us if you can. Um, if you've never heard us talk about our book, it's it's a lot of fun. It's this story about these two brothers in the 1930s that find a cabin in the woods that used to be used by Lovecraft and Tesla for all sorts of weird experiments. And the boys find it, open a portal to another dimension, let a whole bunch of monsters through. And then instead of doing the right thing and trying to shut it down, they figure out a way to make money on the situation. Spoiler so, alert. That's that's just the overall synopsis. But uh, if you pledge to the Kickstarter, we do have a lot of different rewards. You'll be able to get all three of the issues that we have so far, including the new director's cut version of issue one. We have podcasts. We have T-shirts. We have posters. There's all kinds of cool stuff. Cool swag. Uh, just go check it out. You know, pledge Let us know what you think when you read can. it. And yeah, if you've read either issue one or issue two and you want to give us feedback, we'd love to hear it. So First person to kickstart it gets to touch my beard. There you go. That's a throw That's an Andy's promise. That's an Andy's promise. Sophie's Sophie's promise. <laughs> it's Andy's choice. <laughs> I'm Andy. Hi. What am I supposed to? Oh yeah. Where can they? Where can they find you? At Princess Andy? Sophia S U, and that's Sophia with an F. Or I now have a website, Jonesaw.com. It's like Bonesaw, but with Jones instead of bones. And if they go to Jonesaw.com, there's a link that will take you to purchase a copy of Andy's book. Yes. How much is it going for right now? Uh, the ebook is two ninety nine. The hard, not hardcover, but the actual physical book is eight bucks. 
Cool. Which I'm not particularly happy with, but it's because you're at seven dollars. I got forty cents, and I was like, nah, nah. <laughs> so what's it called again? Uh, it's called Shadows Falling, and uh, the ebook is actually up on pre-order right now for all the people watching us on Facebook, and it'll probably still be on pre-order. I don't know when this is going to air, uh, but it gets released March 31st. Very cool. And if you want to read one of the sample chapters, uh, the first story, which is called Dark Heart, is available on our website, mindfudgecomedy.com. So check it out. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Word. And uh, I'll add Goodwill Hunting to the Sophia's watch list. Sophia's choice. <laughs> I think that's it, guys. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you to all of our Facebook Live viewers. Woo! We appreciate it. Hi, and, everyone. Uh, we will see you next week. So till then. Don't spend your don't, money. Don't spend all your money. You never know when you lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> Topical and relevant. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.